And welcome back to Moving the Chains. I'm Will. I'm Noah. And I'm AJ. And today we're going to be talking about our beloved Seahawks and how the season's going. We're kind of going to reflect on what they've done so far. AJ, what do you have? Yeah, I mean, right now the Seahawks are sitting at 2-5, and five, coming off two tough losses. And overall, I feel like the Seahawks, what they're doing bad this season is just like, Gino, our team is not good enough to not have Russell Wilson on it. Yeah. In simple words, You're like right. Russell Wilson has been carrying us for the last like three years, and without this, without Russell, it's finally showing now we are just not a good football team. Russell is the only thing that he's like a life preserver. He keeps us up. Yeah. True, he keeps and us afloat. He he's been really important for our team. And some stuff that we need to fix, I would say, is we definitely need to fix our offense because right now with Geno Smith, we're running the ball. And sure, I understand running the ball because we have a new quarterback in, but we need to be able to find the holes and break free and get the touchdowns. Or on second and third downs, we need to start we need to start throwing the ball and making completions. You know, with the Seahawks, I what I would like to see out of the next half of the season is us get like incorporating different run plays that we don't normally run and like opening up the playbook. And making sure that we can get Gino and Russell, and when Russell comes back, Gino and Russell in like situations that they can make good passes in. Because I feel like the plays that we're running are just not giving us good options to throw to or run the ball. So I think we need to get some some new plays. Yeah, I mean it's just whack how when we run the ball, it's just like running right into the brick wall. Like exactly. For example, True. the True. last... We don't open up any holes. Yeah. yeah, we're not doing like outside zone play. We're not going outside tackles. We're only going inside tackles. But and also... We're, and we're not changing up our blocking the offensive also, line. Also, there yeah. was multiple plays in the Saints game where Alex Collins made the wrong move. I mean, Chris Collinsworth... Or, or not Chris Carson. No, 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 no. Oh. The announcers. I forgot who it was. Oh, I think yeah. it was Peyton Manning, actually. Sorry. Yeah, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. He was talking about how there was two separate holes and he... Uh, Alex Collins stopped and went in the in the B gap instead of going in the A gap, and the yeah. A gap was open. Yeah, just... yeah, running backs are supposed to know what gap they're supposed to cut through and they're supposed to go. You don't want to hesitate. When the running back hesitates, True. that's bad. That means you made a weird decision, you're going to get stuck behind. The only person that can hesitate in the NFL is Le'Veon Bell. I mean, old Le'Veon Bell. Not now, I Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, when Le'Veon Bell. Bell was in his prime, that was his thing. He would he hesitate. Would wait, he would wait for the holes to yeah. open Yeah, up. but yeah. he's the only running back that can do it. No one else should be doing that because it's just not smart because most of the times... You may you might get a good run that one time, but most of the time you're just gonna get tackled. Because if for yeah, loss. if you're if you're if you don't have any momentum going in, you're just gonna get tackled behind the line of scrimmage because you don't you're not gonna hit the hole hard. Yeah. But right. I mean, our defense this year has been, I think, good enough. Yeah, I think it has been good enough. I mean, the Seahawks defense is like giving up 280 passing yards a game and 134 rushing yards a game, which is not so hot because that passing yard stat is the fourth worst in the league, and the running yard stat is second worst. I swear. But I, I swear like we're those, not that bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't saying. feel like that. It doesn't feel like that, but compared to the NFL, we are. Exactly. So. I think exactly. Like, the the reason our defense seems better than that is because our red zone defense is pretty good. True. We True. don't I let mean, up we don't let up a ton of touchdowns. We don't let up a yeah. ton, you're right. But we also are we also have a seventy five percent conversion rate in the red zone, which is the third best in the NFL. So our is really offense good. is getting it done in there. But yeah, our exactly. offense is no, stopping him. So, so that's one, that's that's so, a good recipe for So success. in the red yeah. zone we're a good team because I was seeing that so you just said seventy five percent that's on offense. But on defense the opposing teams have a thirty three percent conversion rate. So that means that is uh, wow. Think about that. We're the good. Thirty-three no. percent of the time when teams get in the red zone, they're scoring touchdowns. That is really good. Yeah. Like yeah. we saw that in the Saints game. Two, they got in the red zone yeah. like twice and they yeah. got field goals. Yeah. So true. We were stopping them well. I guess we're like you, as you say, like a bend don't break seat. Bend don't break 
defense. Yeah, our, we'll let up a lot of yards, but we'll, we'll not let up a ton of points, which is what you don't. That's yeah. the ultimate goal is you want to let up. Also, the points. Seahawks have been passing 57% of the time and running the other 43%, which I think is, I think uh, that's, I think it was a bit heavier when Russell Wilson was playing just because we trust him more to throw the ball. Yeah. But now with, now with Geno in, it's probably gone up more for the run game. Yeah, I feel like um, we should, as I was saying earlier, the run game. I think the reason Pete Carroll's trying to run the ball is because he knows Geno Smith's going to get sacked a bunch. He doesn't want to get stuck in these third and 15 situations. Yeah, definitely. But instead would rather have two runs for two yards and have a third and six than a pass and a sack, which you have like third and 14. So I think that's why he's doing yeah. it. That frustrates fan a lot. Because, frustrates fan a lot because we don't want to see that boring running the ball into a brick wall every single time. We want to see the big plays like that DK Metcalf touchdown for 80 yards. No, you're right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Really, it's really disappointing when we do, for me at least, it's disappointing when we run the ball when I feel like on, like on a second and four and we're running the ball and then we get stopped and it's third and two. Third and twos, are like they make me nervous just because it's just classic so Seahawks. Yeah. Because I think I just think, oh, we're, we're going to get stopped right what, here and it sucks. What you guys just said ties into um, one of the Seahawks' biggest problems, and it is that they are the fifth worst third down comp- uh, conversion r- rate at 31%, which is 31% of the time they're converting on third down, which is not that. Not, not, I mean, that kind of ma- that stat makes a lot of sense to me, honestly. Because I, yeah, because we're probably like pretty much all of our third downs are passing downs, it seems like. Yeah. Even before Russ, though. Because we get sacked a lot, and then we have long third downs that we just can't convert. Yeah, it's even before hard. when Gino got hurt. We weren't converting on third down. It, it was a problem before is, Russ got it, it hurt. It was a problem. You're right. So like, the problems that Seahawks have to fix are the ones that we got before Russell was before got Russell got hurt. The problems that we have right now are just because of Russell's not there. All those offensive problems are mostly because Geno just got thrown in. and He's not an NFL starting caliber quarterback. Even though I love him, he's not NFL starting. I mean, caliber. it's just also so new to us because we've been it's, relying on yeah. Russell Wilson for yeah. I don't even know how long. An interesting story about me is that, or I guess all of us probably, I didn't really understand football and like care about the Seahawks till the year 2012 when this Russell Wilson got drafted. So in my lifetime of watching the Seahawks, I've only seen the Seahawks have Russell Wilson. I've never seen another QB in, in meaningful games. I've heard so, I've heard AJ say that a lot of times, and it's really true because like yeah. we we only know good football with Russell exactly. Wilson. So exactly. Exactly. Seeing, so seeing a bad hard, season hard like this watch. for us. For us, we've never seen this before. We're we're very spoiled fans. We really is, are. Yeah, we are. And we are. You're we right. have a Super Bowl since we've been alive and watching the Seahawks. Should have two. Super and we should have two. We've had no losing seasons. No losing seasons. So hopefully playoffs, we can avoid that this year. And let's talk about let's convert to the let's talk about the D line real quick. We've been talking about the run game. I feel like the D line's been very disappointing this year. I feel like we signed Dunlap for a big contract. He hasn't done that a lot this year. Yeah. I, I remember I, right. on Monday he got his he recorded his first sack of the year. Wow. And yeah. Wow. And then Kerry Hyder, we signed him for the 49ers. I feel like we haven't heard his name a lot. You know who looks good is Darrell Taylor. True. Even though he just got injured and yeah. it yeah. was a really scary But that, injury, that shouldn't but be the case. Our second year, a second year guy should not be carrying our D-line. We should have yeah, the, vet- right. the veterans in right. Carlos Dunlap and Kerry Hyder and Benson Mayoa and those three guys are all veterans and they've been in the league for a while. They should be able to produce a little bit. And on the D tackle end, I feel like Puna Ford's had a pretty good season, but Puna and, and Al Woods. So Al Woods, yeah. I feel like our D tackles aren't that are, aren't that bad this year. It's just that D, D tackles are mostly just for the running game. When we're trying to get sacks, that's mostly the D ends, and our yeah. D ends. Darrell Taylor yeah. is the only one that's been performing this year because we've had we have the eighth 
worst sacks per game ratio at 1.8. That thing at 1.8 sacks, that's about about two sacks a game. That's like how much TJ Watt gets per game. Exactly, you're right. (laughs) And it's just disappointing to see us not being able we to get through the offensive yeah, line and just, get to the quarterback. I mean, we're just giving them so much time I think, and letting them throw good passes. Yeah, that definitely ties into why our cornerbacks were so bad at the start of the year is probably because we our, our D-line wasn't getting the quarterback and yeah, they have all day to right. throw back there. If he's got no pressure on him, he could just sit in the pocket and wait for someone yeah, to get exactly. open. It's just easy. Yeah. All right, another conversation we have to figure out on the defense is our second corner spot. Trey Brown, the rookie from Oklahoma, fourth-round pick, or Sidney Jones, who we got for like a fifth-round draft pick, I think, from Jacksonville before the season. Who do we think is a better option for the rest of the year? Will? I They've both looked decent. I don't know. Our cornerbacks have been kind of lacking. But I think I think that um, Sidney Jones has proved himself. I think so, too. I, I can see how you can disagree. Yeah. Trey Brown I, has been good. I like Trey Brown. The only thing I don't like is that... Trey Brown's also 5'10", DJ Reed's 5'10". I don't know if I like yeah. have two small corners in the same rhyme. That's True. why Sidney Jones is Sydney Jones, Jones is the classic. Like He's from the University of Washington. The University of Washington always has these same corners, these long, lengthy corners that make plays on the ball. Mm-hmm. And that's a Seahawks type of corner. Pete Carroll loves those type of guys. But I don't know if you can – I would love to have Trey Brown in, but I don't know if you can have two below six-foot corners in this game it's at the same hard. time. No, it's hard, hard. because it's most – Wide receivers are getting receiver. way bigger. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just – how, how are you going to stop them if they're just yeah. jumping over you? But I feel like ball. DJ Reed can cover anybody without his size. He's proved that. He's, so yeah. maybe it's based on the game. Like if we're facing the Chiefs, we're not facing the Chiefs this year. We put Trey Brown as our second corner because the Chiefs, all their wide receivers are pretty small. And then, but if we're facing like Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, yeah. Yeah. then we put Sidney Jones because those guys are bigger. Hopefully oh. the Seahawks can be smart about that and they'll do that. Yeah, and also I feel yeah, like Trey Brown also it's good to get him some playing time also because he's a rookie. You want to see him yeah, develop, develop into a, into a corner because I remember I was watching his highlights at Oklahoma. That guy is always around the ball at Oklahoma. He was he was the guy that was always making the game ceiling interceptions. We know the Big Twelve doesn't have the best defenses, but no, like he <laughs> Oklahoma Trey Brown he was like the best guy because he'd always make the game ceiling play even though they're giving up a lot of yards. Like, I remember in the Big 12 championship game, he had the ceiling interception to win the Big 12. So that hopefully can show that in Seattle. So our last thing we're going to talk about is what we think the Seahawks' outlook on the season is. So looking at their schedule, this week they have the Jaguars, obviously. Then they have their bye. And then let's say, let's say hypothetically, they go 3-5 and five with their bye. I say they have to go at least 10-7 and seven to sneak in as a 60 or 70 of the playoffs. So that means we have to win... Like, we have to lose two games in the last, like, whatever, how many games nine, that is. Nine, eight, nine, Yeah. Like it would be uh, 17 minus nine. So that's interesting if we could do that. We have to go five for seven, I think. And we have, I was saying, we have four hard games. I think the four hardest games, we play Arizona twice, Green Bay, and Los and Angeles. the Rams, So yeah. I think we have to win two of those four games to make the playoffs because I think even though the Seahawks usually lose about games, I think we can beat Washington, San Francisco, Houston, Detroit, and Chicago. Those five teams, we have to okay, win those yeah, games. We can beat all We have to yeah, win those can. five games. We have to win those five games. We have to win two out of the four hard games. Yeah. And if Russell's coming back, we have always have a chance against anybody. We have a chance. The thing, the thing with the classic Seahawks is we tend to choke in those easy games. Exactly. Like, that's true. I that's could true. Seen it. That's true. Exactly. We could definitely, that's very true. It is very, very possible that we lose one of those For example, five yeah, games. For no, example. Yeah, it is. It is. Last year, last we lost year the Giants. Exactly. And then in 2019, yeah. if you guys remember, we played the 49ers when they were like 2-14 and, 14 and yeah. we lost them. Yeah, I know. So, 
I think Once again, there's a very high chance. Out of those games, you probably lose the San Francisco game because that's actually a decent team. I, there's no way we lose to Houston in Detroit. Don't, don't jinx anything, OJ. Yeah, yeah that's you true. never know. We'll see, we'll true. see. All right, let's and make then, our predictions. And then, But those other four games that you talked about, honestly, I don't see us winning any of those. Oh, I'm not well. going to lie because those teams are good. The card or the Cardinals are seven and zero. Yeah, true. So, All right, yeah, we play them twice. So, yeah. Will, what's yeah. your Will, what's your outlook on the season? You know, I I think that the Seahawks are going to go eight and nine right. with no playoffs. I think t- this year is going to be the rebuilding year, and I think we're going to make some coaching changes. So that means you we lose all four of those games as you previously said, right? Or we well, I think we lo- we won like maybe one or two of yeah, those. Lose and then a bad lose. Game. Yeah, 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 exactly. I think. think. This could be a bit of a bold prediction, but I think nine and eight and no playoffs either, just because I just can't see I just can't see our team right now making the playoffs. Yeah. Um yeah. as a Jay Monhaus, I think <laughs> I think that I don't see in my lifetime Russell Wilson missing the playoffs. I don't see it. As much as you guys want to say That's just because he hasn't done it yet. I just think, right. for a well, never he's just missed the playoffs, but he went nine and seven that year. But it was in twenty seventeen. I think Russell Wilson, we win in Jacksville, we he comes back. Week ten to face the Packers and goes on a win streak. I think we go ten and seven and make the playoffs with two losses. Our two losses are one of the Arizona games. We play them twice. I don't know which one we're gonna lose. Week seventeen or week eleven. And we lose the Rams game. I think we beat Green Bay. And I think we beat All right. uh what was the other hard game? We we beat Green Bay and we beat one of the Arizona teams because angry Kyler Murray is gonna get angry and Russell Wilson's gonna take over. That that means no. That ten and seven I record. See that I've that ten and twice. That ten and second seven record means we make the playoffs. I mean, means we make the playoffs and keep that streak alive. All right, that's it from moving the chains with Ajay, Will, and Noah. Make sure you tune in every Thursday in the six o'clock hour.